Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is David Keener from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. This past Sunday, January 16th, 2022, a great fan of of the world of professional wrestling was lost. We lost somebody who has gone to many, many shows throughout the tri-state area. This fan's name was Bill Palmarino. So, with great salute, here's a 10-bell salute in the air for you, and you will be missed, my brother. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. Hey, what the hell? What? I gave you water, dude. Get your water. water. But that's not, then, then it doesn't work. Dude, you're going to keep on talking about the sweet tea. Wawa doesn't have any I know, tea. I saw. Dude, the only thing they but have none is... None of the Wawa's I went to. I had to go to Swiss Farms to get sweet tea. It's not the same. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm My budget is off. Who, who do we have on tonight? Mr. Hangtime, Jay Flyer. Oh, hello, Jay. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. All right, cool. You didn't put any energy on this. I'm a little bit upset with that. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight, or today, this afternoon, whatever the hell time it is, is Mr. Hangtime, Jay Flyer. Did that sound Thank better? You. Is that better? Jay Flyer, but yeah. Okay, again, do it again. I, I need you to be uh, on I thought point. I said Jay Flyer. I need you to do it one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest on this afternoon's show, the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, is... Is Mr. Hangtime J Flyer. Was that better for you? Beautiful. Okay, awesome. cool. Because <laughs> I want to make him perfect. He is a keener, so we need hey, to hey, be hey, perfect. Hey, hey. Thank you're, you. I'm not, you're welcome. I'm not you're welcome. Kurt Henning, all right? I'm not Dude. that perfect. No, no, no. Because of who you are in this business, you are a keener. So yeah. you have to be perfect, or your brother's going to scream at you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. That's how we had to do it here, man. I had to start off this whole show and make him, like, understand life. There we go. So, I want to bring up a question before we go all on our little journey in this thing. So, um, what's your opinion about what Hannibal did to the referee on the show with the whole blading and... Uh, I don't think it... I mean, I don't know. I don't think it was right. Yeah. I I think it's wrong, like, to go into business and trying to hurt somebody in the business and absolutely so i just i always wanted to know what everybody else thinks about this do you think he should be blackballed from the the business i mean my opinion yeah. that's still attempted murder you know what i mean yeah. it doesn't matter if it, if it was planned or whatever it was it's still attempted murder but i yeah. don't care i don't want nothing to do with that right yeah and oh, I, I, I completely agree and everything but i'm just saying whether it was planned or not that's still yes not right yeah i always wanted to figure out what everybody says about this and so thank you okay. for your answer and honesty and all that stuff yeah of course. yeah because like everything that's going on in this um the whole COVID all the way here we had the speak out movement we had this and that and then we get somebody wants to try to murder somebody and, and going into business for themselves yeah pretty much yeah, yeah we're, we're good on that Okay, let's let's get into your career a little bit. Because, like, when people get onto the show and this is their comment, and we're like, oh, we have Jay Flyer on, blah, 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 or we have Tony DeVito. Yeah, people say, who's Tony DeVito? And I don't wow. know why. 
Yeah, they're like, who's Tony DeVito? And I you, mean, we had Eric Watts on, and people were like, who? Yeah, people don't know who people is when they listen to our show. They're like, who? So, because they watch the new stuff right now, and the only thing they know is CM Punk or John Cena or something like that. And MJF. Who? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The the less <laughs> famous Miz. Oh, the less famous Miz. I know <laughs> that name. Or is it um, my favorite? My my was was it my jealous? My jealous, jealous friend. Fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let's go into who trained you and let's start from there. Okay. Well, uh, my head trainer would be Famu, uh, the Wild Samoan. Oh, I like I him saw very him much. two weeks ago. Yeah, he he's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. friends with his yeah. son, so. Yep. Um, so I was uh, trained by the Samoans. Uh, I went 2010 is when I graduated. Uh, I went to Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I moved out there. Um, I literally uh, Googled it. I just Googled the best wrestling school, and that's what came up. And that's <laughs> the one that I said, all right, that's where I'm going. So I picked up, and I moved out there, and I did the training for pretty much, it was about a year. And then I graduated there, and then I moved away, and i just been, been traveling, man. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Yeah, good people up there, good people up there. I, I'm a big fan of the head shrinkers when I was a kid. Kind of weird that a fan of heels as a kid, you thought they were... I yeah. depended on the heel. You know, like Jerry Lawler was one of the greatest heels of all time. Still is, but still. But like when I was a kid, I I didn't know anything about this. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have anything. I was a fan of the Samoans, you know, like, you know what I mean? So I mean, what was... Wait, wait, wait. Side story. I watched them when they were in like AWA and NWA and all that when they yeah. were the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah. So. But what was the best advice um, Samu ever gave you? Um, just stay humble, man. And stay humble and uh, bring your A game no matter what you do. Didn't Lance say that to us, though? I mean, that's his dad. Of course yeah, he's going to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. That is freaking awesome. I, yeah. I love the same advice. It, it literally is because, like, the thing is, too, is that there's a lot of people, too, that can be kind of egotistic about certain things. And, you know, everyone's trying to do something and get somewhere and do something different, you know? So everyone has that drive to do it. But the biggest thing is staying humble while you drive is, is a big key. Yeah, I agree. Right. Like, that's how I feel when I do this podcast. I don't want to be anybody bigger than anybody else. I want to help other people. Like, last night, um, I went to Black Keys and I asked him, I was like, I have a friend that does podcasts. He was so jealous of um, me doing an interview with you. How would he get a hold of you to do the interview? And they they made a connection last night, so it's kind of cool. One, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's yeah. awesome. Okay. The, like, um, he's humble, also, too. It's amazing. A uh, very cool thing, too, is I just got uh, my website. I have my own website, too. So um, you can actually go right onto my website. It is jflyer450.com. Make sure you spell my name right because sometimes that's a little bit of an issue with people. Um, <laughs> it's spelled J-A-Y-F-L-Y-I-E-R 450.com. Now that has to make sure it's spelled right. Yes, obviously it's spelled differently and that's spelled differently for a reason. Oh, I bet. Um, question, what can we find on that website? You can find um, my merchandise. You can find my bio, my resume, my catchphrases, my experience, um, my goals, my championship histories, uh, um, my calendar where I am, you can contact me on there. Uh, just everything. You go onto my website and you can find it. You can find all my social media Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Everything is linked. That is very, very cool. Check out all of my stuff. So, I, I, I want to try to 
something like that too. How did you start doing the whole like the website? How did you do it? Um, well, I guess you got to know the right people that know how to do the right thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I thought you may. Okay, you had people around you. Awesome. I wish I had people around me. I only have D. Uh, well, I don't know. I just, you you dig and you dig and you find ways. So yeah, everybody that worked with us, they quit on us. They're like, you guys are so horrible to us. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. No. Here, here's here's a, here's here's a hot dog and a handshake, and they got upset. Oh yeah. Oh, oh dog. You've really done it when you get handed a gold hot dog. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a different hot dog altogether. So uh, yeah. Uh, so what other kind of info would you guys like to be able to bring out of me? Oh, we got we got a whole set of yeah, stuff we, right here. We got a whole run sheet, bro. Trust me, we got oh. you. Oh yeah. Wanna, okay, I want to get into this one because we haven't asked this one before. What um when you're working out, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, well, I would definitely have to say uh, Lincoln Park is my number one go-to. Okay, okay, okay. I like uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park is, is my, one of my favorite bands, always has been. And uh, it definitely gives me the motivation when I'm in the gym and I'm training and all that stuff. So I put some Lincoln Park on and I feel like I can just go to town. Okay, okay, yeah. I like that. What do you listen to when you work out, DB? I don't work out. I, li- I listen to my podcast when I edit. See, and it's funny because <laughs> when I work out, I, I the, the most common ones are Linkin Park, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, or Pantera. Okay, mine's Britney Spears and yeah, I Spice can tell. Curls. And- you, you've been hanging out with Rob Radke, haven't you? <laughs> Perfect. I tried the Britney Spears one. I just couldn't get it. Oh, it was just. Well, I mean, the, the, the children of Bodom version of Toxic, maybe. So, so I always try to get him to put, um, let me pick a song for him when he does karaoke because I don't sing. I, I'm not a singer. I I'm, do. I'm more of um, sitting there listening to people sing. It's funny. while while editing on the laptop. Yes, when I'm editing, I'm always editing. I'm always doing something. So, um, when I'm at a bar, I'm like sitting here editing the whole time. Um, so like I always try to get him to do Britney Spears or Spice Girls or something. With my voice, no. No, it's just be funny and have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta have fun. The, I, I sing a lot of heavy metal, so that growl doing Britney Spears, yeah, no. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Wow, okay. Um, so... When you were growing up, were you a fan of the business? Because I know I was. I know I woke up Saturday mornings, 9.05, TBS, watching the Power Hour while having breakfast every Saturday morning growing up. See, he gets uh, it. So I guess I can say is I was six. I was six years old, and uh, I actually saw, you know, the Rock and Sock Connection, man. Like, that's what that's what spun everything for me. So, uh, see the Rock and Sock Connection, you know, with Mick Foley and stuff, and just like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Meet and, and Mickey was cool. At six. I literally at six. Like, I literally think before that I wanted to be an astronaut. Okay. Like, you I literally, do I, I do. You I literally wanted to be an astronaut. And then when I was six, and I, and I, I witnessed the whole Rock and Sock Connection thing, I said, I don't want to be an astronaut. I want to be a professional wrestler. So That's cool. See, I yeah, remember... So it ended up... It changed from that, you know? And then I ended up getting in a lot of trouble all the time because all I was trying to do was, like, just wrestle things in the, in my house. And, <laughs> Take um, that pillow, body slam it. My, my, <laughs> my grandfather at the time would get me, um, like, large stuffed animals and he'd bring them over to the house for me just to beat them up. So... I like that. That was pretty awesome. That's kind of how it all started. See, for me, I'm 42 years old 
old. So I had the wrestling buddies growing up. I had the Warrior. I had Savage. I had DBS, and I had Hogan. And he had Mike Keener. Well, no, he beat me up. Um, but I had the wrestling buddies until the one time I had Savage hit me with a clothesline in the arm rip. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You have to think about it. As a kid, that's the closest you get to it. So. Right. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, even watching the cartoon, the USA Cartoon Express. I, I, I know not all the people remember this. I don't know if you remember DB. Rockin'. But Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling Connection or something like that. Yeah. Came on the USA Cartoon Express every Saturday morning before the Power Hour. Dude, okay. uh, watching cartoons back then was awesome. And I... Oh, yeah, Cartoon's Hour just held it. But, but... Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's, let's get So, into- when you got into the business, what did your family think of the fact that you wanted to become a professional wrestler? Uh... Well, I guess my story is a little bit, a little bit out there. Um, so, I guess when I started, you know, everyone has their ways of starting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, I had a trampoline, and I, I was kind of bad with that. So, um, I was always trying to wrestle outside my backyard, and like then I started, I started getting a few friends, and you know, that's kind of how it started. I was in middle school at the time, and uh, then we ended up starting to get like hardcore about it. And my mother was just not cool about it. She just, what are you? driving me nuts because she had this karaoke my, my mother loved to sing okay so she yeah. had like this karaoke and this microphone and stuff and she would always end up finding that it's missing so like you know she knows oh it's missing I know where it went because it's me outside with it probably cutting or announcing something in the backyard or something so anyway that's kind of how it went she didn't like any of that but uh, she could tell that I was very passionate about what I wanted yeah so she kind of she she got tired of yelling at me I got everything taken from me and stuff like that so she's like, you know, if you're going to do it the right way, I want you to do it the right way. If you're going to do it, I want you to do it the right way. So, yeah. um, so there was this this uh, federation running in Rochester, and it was a uh, next era wrestling at the time. I think I was like 15 years old. Okay. Uh, but she would actually drive me in the middle of winter. Like she would drive me out to these shows just to do security to to just be able to be there. Oh, that's and, so awesome! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So she kind of helped me do that stuff, and then um, I don't know. Like I just, I just kind of, you know, started getting in there, rolling around, and all that kind of stuff. And I happened to uh, be able to start trying to wrestle. I guess I didn't actually go to a training school at the time. I did, I did train at the Next Era Wrestling there and stuff like that. But um, I was training there, and then I decided, I don't know, I could, I did gymnastics all my life and stuff, so I was able to flip around and stuff, and it just kind of worked. So I kind of picked it up, and I didn't know how to slow down worth a shit. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, a lot of. I- Wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers always put that as a, um, a voice oh to slow down. I was just so bad. I was just running around like Tasmanian Devil running around with a roadrunner. Like, <laughs> it's out of control. Like, dude, what are you doing? You know? So then finally, um, I actually was able to go uh, to a wrestling school. You know? Like, I was like, I need to go somewhere. Because I've already been wrestling. I've been wrestling since 2006. So I'm on like 16 years, something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I officially graduated from the Wild Simones in 2010. So that would give me 12 years of that, of actually like going to school and then boom. But I just, I don't know, I went to the training school. I was actually wrestling. I I did a few shows and stuff like that and before I even went to school. And then when I went to the school, like some people could tell that, oh, well, you must have done something before coming here. And I I was very like, I didn't want to say anything about it because 
I can't be like, yeah, I've done this and then get in here. I'd rather show you guys and earn everything from you. So Right. That's like, we, we've been taking my girlfriend's son, Michael, with us to shows. He is 15 and he's six foot four. I'm like, you want to start training? You want, you want to start working, help it out and stuff like that? So we take him down to Delaware to one of the shows and he just gets in the ring and starts working out and start running and setting up the ring and everything else. I'm like, all right, you're paying your dues. Let's go. Come on. Let's have fun oh, with your yeah. training. Yeah. Set it up and tear it down. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> we always go down to 1CW and um, they always let me bring my podcast stuff and do interviews with whoever's in the back, whoever wants to come out and do something. And it's kind of fun. I, I enjoy doing that stuff. So um, okay. I want to do one of this new, um, the new thing that we started doing this year. Um, what is it called, Dave? Which one? The three the, matches? The three matches. So came up with this question and it's your favorite three matches that kind of like inspired you with wrestling like one of mine will be the ladder match at Wrestlemania 10 between uh, Sean and Razor oh come on that was going to be mine what? <laughs> okay see okay you, you get the question though. that like, could still no be yours way. that's fine and, but I mean that, that could still be one of them but that's still cool though do you have two other favorite matches that kind of like inspired you when you watched them um, yeah actually I would say uh, Rey Mysterio versus JBL um, that that kind of really inspired me, not only just because of the big and the small, but like the psychology and the storytelling. Yeah, is, right. It's huge. So that was really exciting for me, I guess you could say. Rey Mysterio has always been kind of like, I've always had a like Rey Mysterio. So. Underdog, complete underdog. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I, I was there when he did the, um, what was it, the death match between him and Psychosis at ECW. Okay. Where he pinned him on the stage. Yeah. So, uh, one, one more. more. Um, I think it would have to stay is uh, Chris Jericho versus uh, Chris Benoit. Ooh, one night stand. One night stand. Wow. My brother ref that match. Did he? Yeah, go back and watch. Mike ref that match. Oh, shoot. I had to yeah. like, look into it. Is that your yeah. favorite referee? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I remember, <laughs> I, I remember when Mike called me. He goes, we're coming back. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, in June. He calls me in December. And he's like, June, one night stand up in New York. I'm like, Oh, like I watched it on pay-per-view. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, my gosh. Because Jericho didn't do Y2J that night. He did Lionheart. Oh. He had the old Lionheart jacket on with the uh, yellow and black gear. Yep. I want to change around. I wanted to know what was your favorite matches you did, three of them. Uh, man. <laughs> you guys are digging deep now. I am. I am. That's who we are. Go we, get the shovel. I got the <laughs> shovel. Let's do it. Um, man, there's a lot. <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, I would have to say one of the most one fun one that I had was me versus Daniel Adams. Mr. Goodluck at the time. Okay. Daniel Adams? Samuel. 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 Oh, I got his beer in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, partners with the Sambo Show. Okay. Now, um, Samuel Adams, we had um, we had a match for WXWC4 in uh, Limeberry, PA, I think, something like that. Okay. And it was just awesome. I really, like, just the fans, the whole atmosphere, the whole thing, just in the match with them. It, it was fun, but it was hard-hitting, and it was to the point. And it was just, you know, you know when you have that good time. Oh yeah, right. Um, I would say that one. Uh, another one. Um, I I learned a lot too when I did. It was I faced HC Loke one on one. <laughs> we love Loke. Oh, Matt is a great oh, friend of Loke. mine. He he is a friend. I've known him for years. Yeah. Uh, so 
having a one-on-one with him, that was really cool because he didn't know anything about me, anything, you know. And I'm like, wow, I got to go into this match and, you know, I don't want to mess anything up or I want, you know, I want everything to be right. Funny, uh, side story real quick, don't mean to interrupt you, but side story is we had Tony on last week, Tony DeVito, and they just, like, I'm getting texts from Matt or from Loke back and forth. So just a rib on Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, so, a, it was, was a fun interview. Yeah. Well, I would definitely say that would be too. Uh, me versus Loaf. That was just fun. I learned a lot. Um, and it's fun to work with people like that. You definitely just learn. Learning is, is key. So. Yeah, keep on learning. That, we're trying to do the same thing, doing this podcast stuff. Always learning. Something yep. new. Last and one. then I would have to tell you this one is... It, wow. All right. So this is probably the most hitting one for me. Okay. Is when I when I first graduated with the Samoans, I was able to be on a live WXWC4 ta- taping, TV taping show. And I had a nice, nice uh, clothes on, nice suit on. I, I had to go get this stuff. So they told me, oh, you're going to be graduating um, tonight. You know, you're going to be live. We're going to hand you your plaque on, on the line. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is great. You know? Well, they hand me my plat and everything, and I cut a promo, and obviously the promo was not good, I will say, but <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, I was just so shook up, so like I was all excited about it, and then next thing you know, um, off of Junior's music hits. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> off of Junior comes out with like, I don't know, five or six Samoan guys. All, and they all came out and surrounded the ring and I just thought I was going to die and next thing you know Alpha gets in and I had a match with him and yeah Alpha lit me up lit me up like destroyed my clothes and everything <laughs> and and that's pretty much how you survive oh yeah that's how you do it man like I literally got my plaque and I didn't know this was coming and it was just like it was amazing the whole thing like I was so shook up but when it happened and it was done and then I came back in the locker room and they like you know shook my hand and applauded me on it like it was amazing it was absolutely amazing so i took a hell of a beating from off junior <laughs> but i loved every second of it <laughs> i was talking to chio and he said how he knows you from um wxw c4 yep yeah, you said you're a good, good guy. Good guy. So. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I try to be, man. I, you'll never, I'm very humble about everything. You know? Yeah. I've been in for 16 years, but I still make sure I listen to and, and think about other things. You know? It's like a thing like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. All that stuff. Saying thank you. And shaking man. everybody's hand. Like last night, I shook everybody's hand on the we, way out. We hung out with Black G's last night. Now, the man's been in this business for God knows how long. And he didn't have to come up to us and say goodbye or say hi or whatever last night, but the man is so humble that he mm-hmm. said, hey, hi, and everything else. Like, I walk in the buildings. I've been rapping probably about 20 years and stuff like that, and I still walk in the buildings and say hi to the promoter, shake hands, and even if I'm not on the show and I'm just hanging out, like, what the hell are you doing here? And like, I got friends on the show. I'm coming to support. Yeah. I, I right. bought my ticket. I'm going in, and I'm going to hang out with my friends because I'm the type that even if I'm not on it and I know I got friends that are on the show, I'm still going to go hang out, you know? Always, and have fun doing it, too. Right. Being a crowd, I mean, not a lot of people know if you're a wrestler or not sit in the crowd and scream my boy Mike Law was on the show last night and he did a death match and I walked up to him at the end of the show I'm like pardon me I'm like motherfucker are you okay <laughs> his whole back is all <laughs> chewed up I'm like dude I've never seen you as long as we work together I've never seen you do a death match he's like just figure yeah. the hell with it they're gonna try it once yeah like, oh. he's not gonna do that again 
No. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if you know Mike Law and Azriel or not, but those guys were both there. And he, well, I'm just sitting there and I'm talking to Az during Mike's match and he's just freaking. Dude, he's covering like, up oh. his face like, oh my gosh. But it was kind of funny. But putting this out there, let's do the question, how did we get there? How did we get there? Yeah. Okay, so going back to talking about Sean versus uh, Razor, ladder match. There yeah. was six months of pre-limb type stuff to get there to the ladder match. Do you feel that wrestling has lacked the how do we get there? Like, why are we going to do the ladder match? Why are we going to a death match? Why are we doing a light bulb match? How do yes, we get there? So you're asking me if everything is uh, slowly adding up to what it needs to be, or is it not? No, what, what I'm saying is I, I miss the how do we get there. Like, say it would be you and Loke in a death match. He just why? asked you. You were talking no, about I know that. I'm, I'm finishing the question. Yeah. Like, I want to know why. Why are we doing that match? Because you don't see it in death matches or anything, the storyline from the beginning. Right. It's like, why did they start right. this feud? It's kind of horrible sometimes, but do we need that in wrestling now, like for independence? Because I want to buy a ticket to go to a show instead of me not not um, knowing what's going on. Why do I want to see? To me, like, I know wrestlers now, and I look at them and go, oh, I know him, and let's go see that show. But before, like, if I want to get into watching the company, I want to know how we got there. Right. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yes, I agree with that. I feel like it doesn't, there's no add up to anything. I feel like everyone just wants to uh, do what they want to do. There's like, oh, I want to use this. I want to use this ladder. I want to use that. Well, why are you using that? Okay, I get that. But there's got to be some kind of add up. So like, if you think of Bush Blacker, no, um, Barber, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, okay? Okay. So if you take him, for instance, with his scissors, if, you, if he's having a match and they're having a couple matches back and forth, you know. Um, they're just basic matches. And then all of a sudden, he tries to cheat by bringing out his scissors or trying to cut his hair, and he doesn't get to use it. Well, that could build up to a scissors or, like, a hair match. Yeah, now, like a hair versus hair. Uh, yeah, like, because, like, you're building that up. But, like, I feel like a lot of people now, it's just like, oh, it's the ladder match? Let's just have a ladder match. Well, why are we having the ladder match? Just to have it. Okay, why? Yeah. That, that's my argument. Why? Like, last night, we didn't know there was going to be a death match with Mike Law versus um, Kip, um, Kit, Kit, Kit Osborne. And we didn't know that was going. And if I was a promoter, I wanted to pr- put the storyline on Facebook or something and right. push it. And Because you look at the crowd, the crowd wasn't big. They only had two rows and it was like only one row. I mean, it's, it's a nice building, but it's small, you know? It's like, if you're promoting, you need to promote everything. And I, I we just went because we saw and plus we wanted to see O-Dog and all that. And Dave's trying to make gigs and stuff like that but um we're there and we're like wow the fan there's not a lot of fans here no but at least it's on IWTV and it, it was it was a good show I I will never Marcus Mathers amazing kid Dylan McKay versus Black Cheese Marcus Mathers versus Azriel it, it's a great card but I didn't know any storylines mm-hmm. to the show Jay Curcio versus Satujin is that who we were I don't know I think I can't remember that was Drew or Drew Bloodwork yeah. Jay Curcio yeah. yeah but it was a good show it was a great show but let's get let's get back to the that was twenty five bucks, but it was a good show. So I'm a big fan of ribs and pranks, and Davis too. You ever I been? Mean, if you have a good barbecue sauce, then yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. But like, it has to be good ribs. You know what I mean? Like ribbing. Like I ribbed my one friend at a bar and asked the bartender to put apple juice in the in the glass, and he didn't know it was apple juice the whole time. But I mean, it looks like beer, so. So like, have you been in on ribs or pranks in your career? Uh, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Sometimes he's asking. <laughs> um, not anything like too extreme. Yeah, we're just finding finding little small little funny stories that you can tell, and, and we'll laugh and have fun, and Dave will uh, laugh. Like- but you don't have to say names. You can say create a character number 17, 52, whatever number you want to name. <laughs> well, I didn't personally do it, but I've seen things. Okay. You ever like heard of hot stuff? Yes! Oh! Oh! Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. So, hot stuff got added to a water bottle, and oh. uh, they sprayed it all over their face and everything. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they went out, and their face was bright red. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it looked like they were going to pass out. Oh, my gosh. That um, was... I had a lot of road experiences, you know. And yeah. You road and you get, you get bored, you know. You're on the road for hours and hours at a time. You try to find so, other things that are funny or whatever, you know. So, moving on to the next question. So, we, we have a, you know, like a mainstay question. question called Table of Five. Now, I know I know this moment as well. Um, so, the question is, what four? You're the fifth person. Person. So, what four other like Samoans would you go and hang out with, like dinner, have a drink, something like that? It has to be Samoan. Yeah, it has well, to be yeah, Samoan. W- somebody w- from WXW. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be anybody that works for WXW. Right. C four. Yeah, I, I know quite a few that work for that company. Uh, well, I would definitely have to say Samu would be one. Um, Alpha Junior would be two. Uh, then I would say Lance. Awesome dude, Lance is. We were supposed uh, to yeah. bring him at Icons. I would have to say. I would say Staffa. Nice. Yes. All good people. All good people. They're yeah. all great. People. I, I walked up to uh, Samu at Icons. I'm like, yeah, man. I was I was bringing in your son. He's like, hey, he's got that fucking arm. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I talked to him this morning. He's like, yeah. I'm like, maybe March. He's like, good deal, good deal. He goes, thank you for doing this. And I'm like, yeah. you're welcome. Very humble. Yeah. yeah. But- yeah, Lance came to me and asked me. He said he wanted to be there and everything. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's get let's get a table. And do you have promos? He goes, no. I was like, I'll get them when he come, when he gets out there. We'll 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 do it. In the, future. the future is bright because you got to wear shades. Yes, at least you got the question. All right, geek out moment. Geek out moment. Geek out moment. Yes. So I, I have numerous these. DB had one two weeks ago. I always have geek out. No, this one you were you were like drooling on this one. So we're sitting there at icons and we're talking, and all of a sudden the warlord and barbarian walk by us in full paint, Dude, and he was... starts drooling. And oh my god, I wasn't drooling, but you were damn near. But I'm looking at him. And Warlord is still just as big as he was in 1993. Dude, he was still jacked. Right. So, you ever have a geek out moment? Like, walk in the locker room or walk in the building and go, Oh, shit, dude, you're here? Uh, yeah. I see a lot of the same people in the same locker room. Yeah. But what was the first one? Like, now I see a bunch of people. It's not It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But what was the first yeah. one that you were like, oh, my gosh? I think the first one was Brutus. Oh. Brutus, like, because I was literally in a locker room sitting right next to him. And it was just like, I don't know, he wasn't very friendly the first time. Like, the, the third or fourth time I saw him, he started kind of, like, being nice and shit. Yeah, but, I think he had to get get to know you. Yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. A lot of people are like that. Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was easy to talk to. Um, sitting there in the locker room doing a show up in Trooper for 3KW, one of Carino's companies before you went up. And. I, I'm just putting the towel over my head and he's sitting there next to me he goes hey man how you doing I'm like take the towel off I'm like oh shit hi Jerry <laughs> and then one other story I don't know if I ever told you DB I was hanging out in the back of Ring of Honor and I sat down and Christopher Daniels sat next to me he goes hey man how you been he's like PW, PWF up in Pottstown I'm like yeah I'm like holy shit dude you remember me he's like you're Keener's brother fucking right 
Like, thank you, Chris. I get, yeah. I get that now too. Like with certain people. I mean, yeah. Chris Daniel's so humble. Jerry Lynn's so humble. They're awesome guys. The first time I met Shane Douglas. Wait a minute. Tell Jay the Shane Douglas story when we were up in New York <laughs> at the the trifecta show. Oh, not that one. I'll tell that one in a right. second. The first first time I met him, he got, he stood up, and I'm like, holy shit, you're short. It's <laughs> really like, shut the fuck up, man. And Shane's like, oh yeah, um yeah, that's what people tell me. And I'm like, dude, but I was this small when I looked up to you. So yeah. now you're looking down on him. And then the second time, I had a program, Hardcore Homecoming. This is like the first um indie um. ECW pay-per-view before they did the one WWE and um I brought a program to the the Jersey show, North Jersey show up up for trifecta for nowhere um I showed him the program he goes oh my gosh I think I wrote this whole thing he's like opening the book he's like wow he's like can I take a picture of this and he starts taking pictures and then like Shane's like man let me look into this the, the guy that brought him in is getting pissed off because we're we're blocking the payday right there and he's like oh my gosh he's he's gone he's gone he's gone oh my gosh he's gone he counted like eight like around like 15 people dead yeah and the vendor that brought him in looked was looking at him he's like all right come on now Shane's like you can fucking wait yeah I'm looking at something this <laughs> is really cool <laughs> it's amazing that you still get, you still have this program. Wow. You got to sign it, right? No, I didn't get him to sign it. I I should have gave it to him. We would have went back in the locker room, and I would have had it in here. Like, hey. Yeah, I couldn't. But I, recently, I got um a bunch of people to sign the the wrestler DVD. Yeah, yeah. Ne- Necro Butchers in the movie, and I'm like, I got Dylan to sign it and all that, and, and then everybody else started getting the other people there was in the movie to sign it too. So awesome to Loke for hooking me up with Anderson. There you go. Yeah, that's. Do that one. Let's. Do, we got. We, we got a game called the Five Questions in Doom. All right, and we cue the music. Not that one. Not that one. Over. No, no. Right there. Okay, there we go. So this is a it's game. It's always we, the red one. Okay, it's always. I the mean, red the one. dark uh, in the right. Yeah. Okay. So we play a game called Five Questions of Doom, and it's all non-wrestling questions or whatever. But we call it a Five Questions of Doom. So Dave's gonna read them off. He never does it like that. So it's. Oh, you want me to do? I read them off in the voice. It's gonna be fun. You want me to read them off in the voice? No, don't do the voice. Okay. So we're gonna start off and ready go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is now time for the five questions of doom. Question number one. Avengers or X-Men? X-Men. Yeah, I have to go with X-Men too because I'm the big Yeah, but fan. here's my thing. I like the cartoon stuff like that, but why does nobody talk about X-Force? Because we're not talking about X-Force. I know we're that. About I'm, I'm just saying, but nobody talks about X-Force. Yeah, it's, it's always either Avengers or X-Men. Okay. And I mean, no, nobody talks about Super Friend. Okay, we can do something later. Not what I'm getting stuff. at. Oh, gosh. Question number two. Favorite sports team? Los Angeles Rams. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Kurt Warner was a great yeah, quarterback. Yeah, back then, yeah. Yeah. Question. I, that, that's the thing. I, I was looking at, like, the best quarterbacks of all time, and nobody, na- nobody says his um name. I mean, it'd be J.A. Uh, Elway. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Elway. Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be. <laughs> would it be Elway or Marino? Or Joe Montana. Yeah. Or Tom Brady. Mm. Well, see, for me, honestly, I've grown up in Philadelphia, and I've been a Philadelphia fan all my life. So it would have to be Randall Cunningham for me. He never won a Super Bowl. Doesn't okay. matter. He's still a good quarterback. Ready? Question yeah. number three. Question number three. 
Okay, this is a good one. We haven't done this one in a while. Oh, okay. Who would play you in a movie? Who would play me in a movie? Yeah, that's a tough one. Who would play me in a movie? I would say, what is the uh, Tom Cruise? Okay, okay, I like that. That's not bad. Oh, hit the wrong button. Uh Uh-oh, question number four. Favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh. Bubblegum. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Okay, here's the argument. Is it the bubblegum ice cream with the actual bubblegum in the ice cream? Yeah. Ah, oh, awesome. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They got bubblegum yes. in ice cream? Yes. Yeah, bubblegum it, chips. It's, it's a little chiclets ice cream or a little chiclets gum, and they put it in ice cream. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, bubblegum yeah, yeah. flavored with chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I'm going to pass See, on that. I'm not the only crazy dude. Dude, I have... I mean, I get paid to be crazy, so... <laughs> it's like hearing people saying pineapple on pizza. Hey, 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 hey. I'm good with it. <laughs> Papa John's with the barbecue sauce and the bacon. Oh, yeah. Like Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Pineapple. See, Jay gets it. All right, where are we? Question number five. Ooh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? Ninja Turtles all day. T-U-R-T-L-E, Power, T-U-R-T-L-E. Who was your favorite turtle? Corey Feldman. Raphael. I was a Donnie fan. I was a Donatello fan. Raphael. I represent the red. Who did you like? I was kind of Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Because he was always the dude. He was always a surfer, you know. Probably went home, smoked the weed, and played a little metal. Yeah, he rocked the orange. Yeah, I just start, I just bought the DVD set recently, and I'm like watching. But it's on Netflix. I collect. So do I. But I collect that. movies. I collect movies. Like because our our the other day our whole um our Wi-Fi went down. So the best way to do things is go old school. And I pull out the DVDs and watch movies. See, I don't need the only reason why I have apps is because my brother he lives in a home and he doesn't have money, so I pay for his apps. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, you want to you want to do road stories? I thought we did road story can we do road story no we did prank and pranks and you probably okay. saying road stories right there i mean we could do road story yeah and, and then i don't have anything else written down yeah <laughs> we can do one more question after that and then end it okay okay okay, okay. Road, story. road stories and then one more yeah. question okay. awesome road story okay do you have any good road stories for us because I love road stories. I love jumping. Well, in. Any good road stories? Any road yeah, stories? Yes, road I do. Stories. I want to tell you this one right now, and it actually involves my girlfriend and I. Okay, I like that. Well, my fiance now, you can say. Okay. <laughs> so we are on our way home from a show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have to get so bad. Okay. And so we're going. We're just like, oh, we'll stop here. Um, and there was a truck stop, and we <laughs> it was a truck stop bathroom. I don't know if you do. You know anything about a truck stop bathroom? All too well. You ever seen the movie Fanboys? Yes, I know. All right. So we stopped there, and it was yeah, it was in a trailer. It wasn't in a, a building. It was just a trailer that was not clean. Oh, so, I hate porta so potties. We see this thing, and and my lady and I jump out of the car and we run in there and we go right inside the door, and it was like a bomb went off times five. Oh, yeah, no. like bomb went off with shit and piss all over everything. And oh. so literally, we turned around. I walk out because I couldn't just smell too bad. And the next thing you know, she walks out. And we couldn't do it. And then I, we get out of there, and we have to piss so bad, and we didn't know what to do. And there was a cop that pulled in right back, right there when we were talking about it. And oh. we're like, "Do we ask him if we could?" He was like, "I would. If you want to catch me in one of those bathrooms?" Oh, he's like, "Yeah." In the woods. Yeah, he's like, I, "You wouldn't catch me in one of those bathrooms. You could just go pee in the woods." I was like, "Oh, we're allowed to do that?" <laughs> 
He's like, you can do whatever you want. But I thought that was really funny because when you gotta go, like you gotta freaking go. But I told you, when you walk into something like that, you don't need to go as bad. Oh, I understand so bad. I always um, Uber and left, and it's so hard to find a bathroom. I'll find so a while I, all the I pull over and put my blankers on, and I'm like, let me make it look like I'm looking for something in my car. <laughs> or, or I'll piss in the woods. <laughs> Yeah, it's way easier for dudes than it is for girls. I know, I right. feel so bad. Um, there was a wrestler. Um, I, I, I'll send the episode, and they just ribbed her the whole time, and like she was in the woods, and they kept on flashing the lights on her. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Okay, let's do one more question for this. And okay. Hmm, looking back in old school stuff, what do we always do before? Oh, pet peeves. We oh, didn't yeah, do pet peeves. Yeah, peeves. All right. So, do you have any pet, pet peeves? Pet peeve. I know I have a few. Pet peeves in the business. Wow. There's so many. Oh, just, just give <laughs> us the top two. You know what I mean? All right. Mine is when a ref is not wearing black shoes. Oh, black shoes. Okay. Well, what about when wrestlers aren't training? Yes. yes. And that was a different one. Everybody else says other things. This is a new right, one. Right. Like, why are you sitting around? Like, 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 I saw it last night. Like, it's no offense. I know old dogs guys are great. But they did a light bulb match, and only one guy was around the ring cleaning up afterward. All those students, at least four of them, should have been around the ring helping clean up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Training. Training is one of my pet peeves. Uh, another one of my pet peeves is uh, making sure that your gear fits you so you're not pulling your shit up all the way through your mat. Wash your shit. Yeah. That's another Wash one of mine. Yeah. Wash your stuff. That's another one of mine. That happened last night. I was kind of pissed off because the referee wasn't getting into the um, the holds and well, stuff like just that. sitting there and watch it. Yeah, he's just watching in the background. I'm like, this is horrible. Ref- I watch it. I watch everything. And I referee Adam Galt, though, is a good ref- referee. He did say thank you to me last yeah. night. He's like, thank you for making me remember. Because he just totally forgot. I was like, how's the eye? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's he doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> he started back selling. Yeah. The other, the thing was about the other rep, he did like an arm spot. And, and then he, he went out. down that same arm and counted the, the fall. Yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine, too. Yeah. As a fan podcaster, I, I get a little bit upset. So I would like to say thank you for coming on the show. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say the Golden Girls song there for a minute. Thank you for being a friend. You want me to sing that for you? No, I don't because uh, you can't sing. I know I can't sing. But thank you, Jay Flyer, for coming on our show. Well, uh, thank you very much for 2300 Talk Radio for putting me on your podcast. I like that one. I like that too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We, yeah. we have to change the yeah, words. Yeah, we might have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Please but... go on to jflyer450.com. J-A-Y-F-L-Y-I-E-R. And make sure you spell it right. Yes. Yeah, you can go on and see all of my social media, my merchandise, and all my information that needs to be known. Okay. I'm going to hit the button right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. This has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside D.B. Richards, and we'll see you in the ring. Sam Alfalsi here. And Zach Ravix. Super Crazy Wrestling, Super Crazy Arena, Skid Row Academy. We are indeed the best facility in New Jersey. There's no doubt about that. Probably in the world. Extremely top three, I would say. We have very terrific trainers. Actually, they all come from uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo, so you already know you're... So they're going to be great, and they're definitely great. Oh yeah, for sure. You're going to experience some, you know, pretty elite stuff. Uh, You know, we're all about intensity here, you know. Uh, We're we're always here to help. We're we're always reach one, teach one. That's our main 
thing. You know, I feel like if you're a person that really feels like wrestling is your dream and that's what you want to accomplish, this is the best school to come to. Or burn. Or, or burn. Okay. Or Brack said. So, uh, once again, you know, best school probably in the world. Definitely in Jersey. You can find it. You can find it on Facebook, uh, Super Crazy Wrestling and Scare Row Academy. And Instagram, Super Crazy Wrestling, Scare Row Academy. You can contact Melissa Pena or Odog. And he'll come find you if you don't find him. Or I will. Or, or Brax will. No, you won't burn. Hello, this is DB Richards from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and this season is dedicated to Bill Palmarino. Rest in peace, my friend.